0: Welcome to Locked On NBA Draft. I'm your host, Leif Tulin. On this show, we will be analyzing different NBA prospects every episode, presenting you with various perspectives on every prospect coming from locked on NBA hosts and NBA draft experts. Today, you'll be hearing all you need to know about Florida State rangy two guard and defensive stud Devin Vassell. With more on Devin Vassell, we will head to Sacramento, where the Kings desperately needed a defensive stopper, and locked on Kings host Matt George will tell you all about Vassell.
1: Let's start with my favorite, Devin Vassell. Twenty years old, six foot seven. He was a wing and a sophomore at Florida State. Uh, after not too much playing time and really struggling to score his freshman year, he averaged 12.7 points, shooting 49% from the field. from three-point range and 73% from the free-throw line along with five rebounds a game his sophomore season. Saw his role uh, increase significantly and really made the most out of that. We're going to look at his strengths, we're going to look at some of his weaknesses, and then we're going to talk about overall, my overall thoughts on him and why I like him the most out of the three. But let's start with his strengths. Again, most of this comes from scouts uh, and mock drafts and different websites out there. A little bit of it is my own personal opinion. I'll try and point those out as we get through. But one of the major strengths of Vassell uh, that a lot of people have talked about. By the way, I've heard it pronounced as both Vassell and Vassell, but I believe Vassell is the appropriate pronunciation just in case you care. But athleticism is one of Vassell's biggest strengths. He's called a, quote, explosive leaper and a, quote, fluid athlete who runs the floor well. Right there... I'm very interested because we know that Vassell has the athleticism and the desire and the ability to fit into the offensive system that Monty McNair and Luke Walton seem to agree the Kings need to play next season, which is going back to 2018-2019 Kings with De'Aaron Fox at the point and everybody running up and down the floor and trying to run teams out of gyms. Vassell likes to play in that style. As that quote said again, he's a fluid athlete who runs the floor well. We're looking at 3 and D guys here. We're looking at someone who's going to space the floor and and, and be able to shoot the ball and provide something on offense, but defensively will help change the Kings' identity from a poor defensive team that they've been for far too long to a at least decent defensive team. I think if the Kings improved from bottom of the league defensively to top 15, I think we'd see a significant improvement on uh, their overall record. We know this team can score it's defensively that there are still a lot of question marks. So to bring in someone who has that natural ability and desire on top of it to play defense at the NBA level, that's a big plus here, and it seems like Vassell has that. He has a near 7-foot wingspan, great for defense, and of course, talking offensively, he shot 41% from three-point range in both seasons at Florida State, both as a freshman and as a sophomore. Now, his attempts went way up as a sophomore shooting three plus attempts per game in 2020, so it's not like he was only shooting one a game and he was making a majority of them. He hits a lot of three-point shots, and he's not afraid to take a decent amount of them. He can create off the dribble. He has a decent pull-up game. He also has a go-to step-back jumper that he uses uh, to create space, so he has flashes of the ability uh, to uh, take care of the basketball and control the Basketball and handle the basketball if it's not in the hands of a, of a point guard like De'Aaron Fox, Corey Joseph, or even Bogdan Bogdanovic. Uh, here are some quotes from different scouts: "Quote, he is a very good rebounder considering his frame. Uh, he is an unselfish player who passes willingly and is an underrated passer. Uh, so that's good. He shows the ability to to fit maybe that ideal wing." Uh, off-ball and on-ball player that Luke Walton seems to really like. He also has the reputation for being a tough competitor, and that is what really intrigues me about Vassell. I want someone who's going to come in and who's going to work hard, and that doesn't have to be taught. They're going to take their defense seriously, and they're going to take getting scored on personally. That is what I'm looking for out of a player in this draft, if you can find one, and it seems like Vassell has that. Now let's look at his weaknesses. He struggles in isolation to create for himself. He does have that step back jumper, but other than that, he's pretty one-dimensional there. So he really needs his teammates and and off-ball screens and uh, reading what a defense gives him uh, to create his own shots. Much better catch-and-shoot player uh, than he is shooting off the dribble. Uh, Here's a quote. He needs to put on weight and bulk up his frame that doesn't concern me too much because look he's a he's a 20 year old kid and he's coming into the nba out of college He hasn't even hit his maximum development yet. He's going to put on plenty of muscle over the next few years. So that really does not concern me. Uh, What does concern me is that he's not great at drawing fouls. He only got to the foul line 2.2 times a game. And when he was there, he wasn't the greatest free throw shooter. 73% uh, from the free throw line. Here's another quote. Vassell may struggle with scoring consistently early in his NBA career as it was somewhat inconsistent in college. And remember these players are coming off of a shortened season. It's not like he shot uh, 43% from three-point range, or I'm sorry, 41% from three-point range over the course of an entire college season, including... An NCAA tournament run it was in a shortened season that he shot 41% shooting over three attempts per game uh, in a more significant role so there's some question marks there also there's been a recent video that's come out I'm sure you've seen it of his shot release it's high which is good But it's not consistent, and it looks a little wonky and a little bit broken, and that's concerning, especially as a shooter coming into the NBA. You don't want to see him make drastic changes from what they were doing. The shot was going in, but it was, of course, in drills and not in live NBA action, where grown men are going to be able to take advantage of every issue that you have as a rookie right away. So overall... He is considered a, quote, prototypical three and D wing. He plays with a relentlessness on defense that I love. Uh, His shot form is a concern. But he is considered a reliable shooter, and reliable is what we are looking for here. Uh, He can guard multiple positions, which is great. He does need to put on weight, of course. And finally, the last thing I want to say about Vassell actually is a quote from his profile on NBA.com. And this really stood out to me. Why? Because it checks a lot of the boxes, if not all of the boxes, that I'm looking for for the Kings. Here's the full quote. Vassell filled a significant role for the Florida State Seminoles who did not rely heavily on any one scorer. He provided efficient floor spacing and finished emphatically in the open floor. Everything you want there from a prospect right there. We know he's a 3 and D guy. We know he can guard multiple positions. He thrived offensively on a team that does not have a superstar scorer, which the Kings don't have yet. Maybe Fox is going to turn into that, but the Kings are more of an all-around well-rounded offensive team than they are a lean on someone to get them 30-plus points a night. Uh, So Vassell is used to playing in that kind of role in that kind of system. Uh, He provided efficient floor spacing, which is exactly what you want next to De'Aaron Fox as a 3-and-D guy, of course. Uh, And he had finished emphatically uh, in the open floor, on fast breaks uh, and of course we know the Kings are going to play that style so Devin Vassell out of the three is my favorite I'm sure it will change a number of times as more information does come out but I'm really excited about this young prospect and I hope he's available for the Kings at 12.
0: Coming up next, we will head not too far from Devin Vassell's old stomping grounds at Florida State, where we will hear from Locked On Magic's Philip Rossman-Reich, who also incorporates some Devin Vassell analysis from Locked On Chad Ford's NBA Big Board, as well as analysis from Locked On Hawks host Brad Rowland. But before we go there, I wanted to tell you about an awesome podcast that's going on right now. Locked On NBA Mock Draft. The NBA draft is just days away, and Locked On NBA podcast is mock drafting every first-round pick. Listen to Locked On NBA podcast every day leading up to the draft to hear projections of each pick and expert analysis from Chad Ford, the Athletics' John Hollinger, and Sports Illustrator's Jeremy Wu. Check the feed to catch up on past shows, and don't miss a pick. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Today wherever you get your podcasts. You know what would be a great snack to have while listening to such an awesome podcast? A Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The people at Built Bar are awesome and they sure produce a great protein bar. It's not like every other protein bar that has the chalky protein taste. Built Bar legitimately tastes great, and every bar is covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and come in awesome flavors with and without nuts, like the new Cherry barcia and Caramel Brownie flavors. I love protein bars, and Built Bars are the best I've ever had. I personally love the mint brownie flavor, but every single flavor I've had is delicious. I've had, I have a built bar after playing basketball or after a lift, and it's so good and fills me up and doesn't leave me with that proteiny aftertaste of other bars. Built bar allows my health, uh, any health conscious guy like myself to lose or maintain weight while indulging in such a delicious treat. New flavor, Cherry Barcia, for example, has 17 grams of protein and the same amazing taste. Sign me up. And you can too. Visit Built Bar and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order and a free cooler with purchase. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Please make sure to subscribe to Locked On NBA Draft if you haven't already. And let your NBA Draft living friends know too. They'll find great analysis on draft prospects from Locked On NBA hosts and NBA draft experts each and every episode. Speaking of expert analysis, here's Philip Rossman-Reich of Locked On Magic who breaks down Vassell's game and why he'd help the Magic. He's also inserted segments of Vassell analysis from draft expert Chad Ford, Locked On Hawks host Brad Rowland, and a clip from Kurt Weiler uh, who covered Vassell in the Seminoles for the Tallahassee Democrat. Enjoy.
2: Devin Vassell is a shooter. In fact, I would describe him as the the perfect description of a 3 and D player. That is not meant as an insult. Last year he averaged 12.7 points per game, shot 49% from the floor, 41.5% from 3, added 5.1 rebounds, 1.4 steals, and 1.0 blocks, so 2.4 stocks. This is a guy who shoots well off the move, is able to come off screens and hit his jumper. This is a guy who is able to fly to the basket and streak to the basket when given the lane. This is a guy who has a little bit of a dribble pull-up, who has all that. But it's not just a shooting that makes him super valuable. It's not just a shooting that matters. What matters is all the other stuff. He's a great shooter, but he's also a great defender. And if you look at Florida State and their track record of adding uh, of adding NBA players, they're all strong defenders. That is essential. I mean, Jonathan Isaac, obviously, a strong, strong defender. You look at Terrence Mann, Fiondu Cavangeli, Dwayne Bacon. These guys make it in the league. Even if they're not the most super talented players in the world, because they get down and defend. They know how to put in the work. Leonard Hamilton has a reputation of push, putting players in the league who do not need a lot of work defensively, who do not need to know how to put in that kind of work. And trust me, coaches like that a lot. Devin Vassell has risen draft force because he is someone that is not going to need a lot of work to get into the game. You could still get a lot better, obviously but he does not need a lot of work to get into the game. As a sophomore, too, he's got a little bit more experience than some of these other players. And in an offseason where there won't be a summer league, where there won't be a training camp, that is incredibly valuable. But don't just take my word for it. Let's hear what John Hollinger has. Let's see, I'm sorry. Let's see what Chad Ford has to say about Devin Vassell.
3: He is... Again, you're seeing a trend here with teams wanting wings, and he's got elite shooting ability, elite defensive ability. There's some concern that he's been tinkering with his shot. Um, That could be a potential problem down the road. But the versatility, again, is just such a coveted thing in the NBA that these, these players that can play multiple positions, especially on the wing, that can defend multiple positions and can stretch the floor. They're coming at a high value right now and they're rising um, a bit in the draft. Actually, Vassal, we dropped a couple of spots from where he was before, but he still sits in that you know 6 to 15 range. It's a big range, I know. Like, What, what are we doing with a 10-point range um, this close to the draft? But it, the, again, I think it's the nature of these prospects. They all have warts. They all have things that depending on the team and scout, can kind of turn you off and things that you would like.
2: Notice the 6-15 to range, and notice who picks 15th. It is very difficult to see the Orlando Magic passing on a guy like Devin Vassell if he's available at 15, unless the shot, which Ford alluded to there, uh, has been tinkered with so much that it no longer is functioning. Uh, There was that video that came out last week where Vassell uh was, was shown shooting, and it got ridiculed and taken down very, very quickly, uh, because he kind of changed to a Michael Red style slingshot shot. And while Vass- and Vasselt was already a very good shooter, so seeing that kind of tinkering is certainly concerning. And, and I would imagine the Magic would want to make sure that a they get him in in, in their facility as one of the ten guys that they uh, w- can can interview or bring in uh, and get a good look at at him and get a good look at, at what's changed and whether that's something that makes sense for them. But just based off his college tape, the shooting is very, very real. The shooting is a piece that the Magic absolutely need. It's a, it's a piece that the team is, is hunting for. And Vassell seems to have it. Not only that, he has the versatility the team likes. He has the length the team likes. He's not like supernaturally long, but he is a good def- He's already a good defender that can do all those things, and that's why he's probably number one on a lot of Magic fans' draft boards. That's why he's probably the top guy that, that teams are looking at. And what I want to do with the rest of this podcast is kind of discuss a little bit more about how he compares to other players in his class. We'll bring in Brad Rowland, Rowland of Locked On Hawks to discuss that a little bit, as he as he did a lot of review. These draft prospects, and so we'll lean on him a little bit, uh, and and discuss where he fits into the larger context of this class and where he fits again with the Orlando Magic. We'll get into all that here in just a moment. But
4: Vassell is a guy who you know is very highly regarded, He's, he's been a high, he's been a quick riser this year. Listed at like 6'7", he's pretty skinny, about 200 pounds-ish, uh, 6'10 wingspan-ish as well. I've said this a number of times, but just my general way to describe him broadly is he's one of the most projectable players in the draft. I think he is a pretty easy integration almost anywhere as a 3 and D guy. His off-ball defense was really, really good this year, maybe even like the best in the draft in terms of uh, non-bigs anyway. Like he was, he's always in the right spot, he really reads the game well, He's not a terribly incredible athlete. Um he's not that strong either, but he's always in the right place, he's got great hands, anticipation, etc. and uh, offensively has some creation ability. He's a good shooter, he's got a high he's got a high release. Lots to like on that on that on that front. I think for me he's like a pretty just a plug and play uh very strong uh supporting role player type and that's not sexy. I know that. He's got some upside beyond that, but in a league that and just needs all kinds of three and D players on the wing. He projects as that. And as a result of a bad draft and the fact that I think he's pretty safe, he lands uh, in the top 10.
2: That was Brad Roland of Locked on Hawks, breaking down Devin Vassell. And that's a pretty good description of what Devin Vassell is a three and D guy able to get it, able to get his shot, able to work off the ball, which again, I, I think what, what, you know, a lot of people really focus on with some of the, with these drafts sometimes is, is who's got the star potential, who can be your, your number one guy, but in reality, you need to find role players. And yes, the Magic do need a number one guy, don't get me wrong, but they also need guys like Devin Vassell who can shoot and work off the ball and who can defend at a high level. And again, Vassell is a very strong defender. That's, that's, that's almost a requirement if you're going to play at Florida State, if you're going to be a high-level player for the Seminoles and to see the growth that he had from year one to year two. What I want to do here with the next two segments, and we'll have a segment uh, coming up here where we talk about a player that isn't um, that, that we haven't gone over yet. So we'll we'll break him down a little bit too. What I want to talk about here is is how Devin Vassell compares to other similar players. Um, is Vassell really the best three and D guy in the draft? I, I think that much is clear. But is he the best shooter in the draft now? There are shooters in this draft. There are quality shooters in this draft. We talked about Aaron Neesmith. Uh, Sadiq Bay is, is a solid shooter as well. You know, a guy like... We'll talk about Tyrese Halliburton here coming up. Also, a, a quality shooter with some questions as well. There, there is no perfect player in this draft. As Brad Rowland said, drafting a guy like Devin Bissell isn't the sexy pick. It's kind of sexy to Magic fans because they're very familiar with them at Florida State. They're so desperate for shooting that they'll take the shooting over everything else almost. Um, certainly that is part of the equation. That is all part of, of the things that the magic will consider. and, and certainly Vasell should be very high on the team's board again, assuming that, that the, the video that came out last week was a joke of some sort. Um, it, it's definitely it, it's definitely going to be uh, a process. and Vassell has climbed out of the 15 range, I think. I mean, I think he will be com- drafted comfortably in the 8 to 12 range. Um, you know, I've seen him in mock drafts as high as six, although I think that was before. Um, the video of a shot came out and, and some other things came out. Um, I, I think that Vassell is certainly a player that's on everyone's radar. And I think the number one guy that you have to compare him to is Aaron Neesmith. But first, before we get into that, I have another clip to play for you. I got a lot of clips on this show. Another clip to play play for you um, with with Kurt Weiler of the Tallahassee Democrat as he describes the growth and maturation of Devin Vassell.
4: What was the biggest thing that jumped off to you as far as how he became uh, went from like a key reserve, not maybe not even a key reserve, to the leading scorer and uh, a player that uh, is looked at as a possible ten, top 10 pick?
5: I think the biggest thing was really just his his usage, his minutes went up. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. look at some of the guys, the uh, Fiondu Cavangeli and Terrence Mann, who are now both in the Clippers organization, mm-hmm. guys who went after, who left after Devin's freshman year, and really just that opened the door for him to play more. I mean, he, he was a guy who, even though he did not play a ton of minutes as a freshman, kind of made the most of those, and I think led the team in three-point shooting percentage. And you instantly saw, oh, wow, this is a guy who's going to overachieve relative to kind of his recruiting ranking coming in. I mean, that's such a thing. And he's really the, breaking the norm of that for a guy who's going to get drafted where he is. But he, I mean, he, he's just, he, it was really just that with those guys gone, he could step into a starting role and, I mean, made the, made the most of it. Is a, a well-rounded scorer one of the better defenders on the team passes well I I mean it just he there wasn't really an area where I just looked at the growth he made he was a guy really from from day one you saw oh he's gonna have an impact he is a better player than a lot of people thought they were getting it was just a matter of him waiting his turn and when he got that turn this past year I mean he made the most of it so much so that he left in two years I don't think many people saw coming in
0: back to Locked on NBA Draft. I'm still your host, Leaf Tulene, and we're still analyzing the game of Devin Vassell. I think there's some really great analysis in this last segment from everyone, but something I wanted to add about Vassell is although he isn't a freak athlete, he moves very well and played for a team in Florida State that gets a lot of turnovers and runs, so he plays very well in transition. And he was a main cause of those turnovers, using a 6'10 wingspan and very good active hands to disrupt the game, averaging 1.4 steals per game, and is probably the best help defender in this draft that isn't too big and he still averaged one block a game as a two-guard, often tasked with guarding the opposing team's best perimeter player. That's what Vassell excels at. Doing all the little things well, along with the mentioned 12.7 points a game and 41.5% from three that, that scouts salivate over, Vassell quietly led the exceedingly long Florida State team in rebounds per game and is a very willing passer. Devin Vassell can contribute early on and should develop more on-ball skills later on, which he quietly displayed during ACC play as the season progressed. Vassell reminds me a little bit of Corey Brewer, but has a more consistent jump shot that is actually pretty smooth. That video everyone referenced was confirmed to be a joke, so that should settle some uh, worries from all the scouts. Well, those are my thoughts on Devin Vassell, and let's hear Locked On Pistons, Matt and Brian Shook's take on Devin Vassell.
6: Devin Vassell, a 20-year-old, 6-foot-6-inch, 180-pound shooting guard. Growing up in Suwanee, Georgia, Vassell attended Peachtree Ridge High School, where he played varsity for two years. In his senior year, he averaged over 21 points per game and added almost nine rebounds, up from his 17-6 averages in his junior campaign, on his way to help the Lions to a Georgia High School Association Class 6A regional championship. The Gwinnett Daily Post named him the region's player of the year and he finished his high school career as Peachtree Ridge's second all-time leading scorer. He was not highly recruited out of high school, but chose to attend Florida State University to play for Coach Leonard Hamilton's Seminoles. His freshman season was highlighted by a last-second three-pointer to force overtime in the quarterfinals of the 2019 ACC Tournament in the Seminoles' eventual 65-63 win over Virginia Tech, earning a starting spot for the Knowles' sophomore season Vassell saw his game blossom. In the early season Emerald Coast Classic, Vassell was named the most outstanding player in the tournament for the champion Seminoles. Vassell averaged over 12 points and five rebounds a game for the ACC champion Florida State team in the COVID-shortened season. The almost 42% career college three-point shooter was named to the all-ACC second team before declaring for the draft. Vassell told Jeff Goodman where he got the motivation to step his game up. In high school... I feel like I was very under recruited. I didn't really have a lot of schools coming um, to come see me. Um, but I used that as motivation. I, I worked hard every day. I didn't have any excuses. I was always trying to be the first one in and then practice first one out. And um, I feel like it, I just had to use that as motivation. And every day I just you know, try to get better each and, each and every day. And he tweeted something out, uh, t- talking to High School Hoopers, just saying, don't worry about the rankings or, you know, what's really going on. Just as long as you're focusing on yourself and get better each day, what's going to take care of itself is going to happen. The term 3 and D was meant for a player like Vassell, and I do not mean that pejoratively. He has both of those skills in spades. An over 40% college 3-point shooter means you leave him open at your own peril. With his height and wingspan, he is able to shoot over most other players at his position. The shooting from distance is such a highlight for him that it does take away from noticing that he does have the ability to create his own shot. But with his slender frame, he may have trouble getting into the lane against some of the stronger NBA competition. Vassell's handle does need some work, and his court vision and playmaking do leave something to be desired, but again, from behind the arc, this guy is deadly. On the defensive end, his length and ability to disrupt passing lanes make him a very versatile and adept defender. With above-average footwork and an almost 7-foot wingspan, Vassell is able to stay in front of most players, and because of his size, he is able to guard multiple positions. Most mocks have him still available at number seven for the Pistons, so they should be able to grab him if they want. He is a player that I think can make an immediate impact on both ends of the floor, and if he can get better at ball handling and playmaking, his ceiling gets even higher. But as it stands, I feel he is a player that is a bit too specialized for what the Pistons should be looking for with a high lottery pick. Some positive NBA comps I have seen are Jeremy Lamb and Mikael Bridges,
0: Well, that's it for today on Locked on NBA Draft. We have lots more draft prospects to come in the days leading up to the NBA draft on November 18th, so you know where to find all your information on all your favorite teams and prospects. Check out the previous episodes if you haven't already, featuring Devin Vassell's teammate at Florida State, Patrick Williams, or the episode on Vassell's competition as one of the best shooters in the NBA draft, Aaron Neesmith. This has been the Locked on NBA Draft. Thanks for listening. I'm Leif Tulane.